The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning, Connor. You popped up there. What the heck? We're not paying attention. Well, for that, I Connor Bridgman, Assumption, Illinois, contributor, ATI Pro Media. Ah, that's a you proper had to introduction. Do it. You, you had, to, had do to do it, it. didn't you? You had to do it. Hey, uh, you. good morning. You know what I know? AI chips are better than corn chips. Let me repeat that for the folks in the back of the room. Yesterday's show, we focused a lot about NVIDIA. I was so excited about its earnings, not that I own any, but I was excited about the price action, and it didn't disappoint. NVIDIA up 14%. Uh, NASDAQ markets exploding. NASDAQ futures were up 400. That's a big move, folks. S&P 500, all-time highs. Dow Jones going along for the ride incredible price action we're seeing green on the screen in many ways what do you got uh, what else do we have for uh, yeah, outside here, news, friend you want some nvidia numbers and it's really just a testament to how big it's came online and that ai world revenue of 22 billion in its fiscal fourth quarter a rise of 265 percent year on year so uh, big, right? They're they're just just a refresher. They're doing the AI. They're doing the chips for Meta for Microsoft. We talked yesterday that how much of the S and P was weighted on how Nvidia earnings were going to do. So they came out positive, and the stock market's positive as well. Yeah, I was watching the. Uh, the uh, let's go the other way, right? So it's so much fun to talk about Nvidia, how much it went up, right? Let's talk yep. about. I'm in Bloomington, Illinois. Let's talk about. Yeah, Rivian. It sounds like NVIDIA, but yesterday Rivian laid off 10% of their workforce. And I just drove by the State Farm headquarters and there were literally thousands of Rivians. So uh, this EV thing, kind of a little different, you know, you just can't, if you miss Rivian, you just can't go buy all these things and think they're all going along for the ride. But AI is much bigger than any of us can anticipate. I'll actually be yeah. talking about AI at the Commodity Classic. And I think we now know the booth number, my friend. So uh, advanced trading, a bunch of us will be at the Commodity Classic booth number 4202. Stop by. Uh, and if you if you whisper in my ear the number 23, I'll have a special gift for you. So booth 4202, secret code number 23 for your big number price. Number 23. Wasn't that a horror movie? No, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, speaking of you're going to have all <laughs> go ahead. You want to know the good news in March corn? Yeah. After tomorrow, if you were worried that corn could go down, it's went down. Explain to people what's going on, Connor. Yeah. Well, we got the cell phone now to just pop up. We'll talk about that later. But uh, yesterday we had um, a negative day corn market, soybean market. Tommy, I wonder, is it a testament to how many of these basis contracts HGAs, I feel like there's a lot more basis contracts than a hedge to arrives out there in the elevator, right? This week, probably the deadline, if I had to guess, was yesterday. It was definitely this week that we've got to either price or roll that basis contract. I wonder if that factors into the weakness we saw yesterday. I hope it does, and I hope we can have some decent price action today. Can you explain to people, you worked at an elevator, you worked at what, an ADM facility here in central yeah. Illinois? Yep. 
What's yep. happening? Pretend I know nothing, which may be true. Talk to me like I'm a fifth grader. What just happened in the corn market? So I guess I'll take a step back. Basis contracts, right, where we set the basis and we hope for a futures rally. They worked good a couple of years. This year, right, if you did a basis contract versus December, and let's say you did it for option and price didn't go the way we thought, so we rolled that to March, probably took 18 cents off that, so you're sitting at negative 18 under. Right now, if you roll it from March to May, what is that? That is 13 cents. So now let's do that quick math. We're sitting at a 31 under if we had a December basis contract price. So what happened is when we do basis contracts and we roll them in a carry market, right? And with the futures dropping, it's uh, negative on both ends. So that's what we're doing. So why, why no, would anyone do that? It, it, the price is going to rally tomorrow, Tommy, right? Oh, so they... <laughs> Brought the grain to the elevator and they backed the truck up. Right? They backed the truck up, they dump off the grain. Then what happens? Yeah. And then we're able to deliver it, right? Basis is set. The elevator will take it. We can get the bins cleaned out and we can hope for a rally. But guess what? That rally didn't happen. And now we're set having the basis locked in. So we need to think about basis contracts. They're a tool in the toolbox, Tommy. They can work good right, in inverted markets, or, right, if we have some type of futures protection underneath of it, I like having a basis contract, but at the end of the day, we got to make sure we understand the risk, right? Just because we want to move the grain and set the futures later doesn't mean it's always a good strategy. Right. I believe some of our clients, not all of them, uh, have set basis contracts, but they had a very aggressive March put. We've now extracted a fair amount of money out of that, not as much as if they had just sold it, but we did capture some of that money, correct? Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Nothing works as great as a cash sale in higher markets. We could sit here and talk puts and calls. Nothing works for profitability like a good old fashioned cash sale at profitable levels. All right. What else, my friend? Absolutely. Here's here's the one we got an email from IT this morning. National cell phone outages. Apparently, AT&T specifically had massive uh, outages this morning. I heard a little bit of Verizon, a little bit. Uh, what's the other one? T-Mobile. Too, but I think it was mostly related to AT&T. I think we're back online, Tommy. Haven't heard the cause. I got to tell you, I told my wife that this morning, and she was ready. She thought it was a cyber attack. She was ready to go buy water at the grocery store. But I think all is okay. If you're on AT&T, drop us a, drop us a comment. And let us know you got the signal. Speaking of comments and all that stuff, hey, at any point here, folks, you want to say something to us, give us a jingle here, chat with us, post a comment or a question. We would love to. Uh, talk to you a little bit uh, after the show. You're more than welcome. I noticed a lot more people have been uh, dropping comments and uh, on different videos. Yesterday's video did well. A thousand views right off the bat, which for us, hey, we're just a new channel. We'll take a we'll thousand take views. Absolutely. I see other channels not getting close to that. So uh, people want this and we're going to deliver it. Speaking of delivering, I was told, little birdie told me that March uh, that March 1st may be the go date for premium content. We will see. Hey, I'll believe it when I see it. But we are recording premium content every day. Uh, before work, after work, we're just not releasing it to uh, anyone yet. So uh, we will see. Okay, what else do we have, my friend? Let's. You want to dive into grains? First thing we got, yeah. March. We've talked about March expiration, rolling basis contract. Options expire Friday. Um, you know, if, if we haven't got it now, I'll be giving you a call. We'll start uh, rolling those or pricing those. But March expiration Friday, first notice day is next week. And the other thing we had, Tommy, we had a flash sale. Not necessarily in the grains that we talk about a lot, but hey, we'll take it. 126,000 metric tons of Milo delivered to China during 
23-24. We need to have Brady on, right? Milo, not a whole lot of Milo grown in Central Illinois, a little bit if you go south of me. But I'd love to do just a quick, you know, we talk a little cotton. Let's peek it at Milo one of these days. Yeah, you know what else I'd like to do? I'd like to get a milk expert on the show. It's uh, nothing I feel that uh, many of us are qualified to talk about. But to our dairy people out there, uh, it's big business. So we, we need to focus on that a little bit, too. Yeah. If you need a dairy expert on milk consumption, we can have my year and a half old on. He's an animal. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, anyway, crop insurance before we got a few slides, but let's talk about where crop insurance pricing is. It's February 22nd. We got roughly, what is that, Tommy? We got a week left um, until that crop insurance price is set. And right now, right, my back in the napkin math, I got it at 468, these average 1163 for the soybeans. So, uh, much lower than the what was what were we last year five ninety five ninety one and thirteen yeah. yeah we're dealing 13, with lower 17? prices we're dealing with lower prices I'm gonna go on a limb and say crop insurance is pretty much set uh, maybe we could vary by a nickel in corn maybe right. we could vary by ten cents it would take a dramatic move to really uh, move this now we spent a lot of time at these levels and uh, it's pretty much set great day to call the crop insurance people and say, hey, these are my levels. And that is why today's show was called AI chips are greater than corn chips because even with the little bullish news here in corn, uh, maybe after first notice day, we do rally. What's a rally look like? 20 cents, 30, 40, do the funds cover? Uh, There's a a lot of questions. And there is one glimmer of hope, uh, but it's not the hope you want. This drought monitor map in Iowa, it's pretty powerful. I think think you have that up here. We'll get to that in a second, but... uh, I was going to say on crop insurance, you know what else is getting a lot of traction as we start talking about the PLC coverage versus the R County coverage. Which one do we want to take? Right. Had a guy in my office yesterday talking about, hey, if the price stays lower, we're going to get a payment on the PLC. And when I look at R County PLC, right, which one, it depends on your operation, which one works for you. We are talking severely lower prices for those to get a payout and lower prices for the next six, 12 months. So when I look at PLC, my first thought is, Gosh, we do not want a payment there. but Not even a little bit. That would be bad. Yeah, we definitely have to crank the numbers. You know, folks, there's a lot of good spreadsheets out there. We have some we use. But nonetheless, you could have the world's best spreadsheet. It's not going to change the numbers. The numbers are what they are. So whether you made one yourself, you go spend a lot of money for one, you help, have someone help you with one. We've noticed lately we've been inundated with calls saying, I screwed up, fix it. And that's not how this works, right? Um but these are the numbers, and we will go over the the facts and uh, and and not talk about the feelings. But uh, I think there are some severely hurt feelings just walking around at National Farm Machinery Show. A little bit of humble pie was delivered to the ag community. I got to tell you, uh, I've seen this before, where the stock market continues to make highs, commodities go down, and uh, sometimes it's the opposite, right? I've seen when the commod- when the stock market crashed in '08, we went to eight dollar corn. It was bizarre, you know. Americans were losing their homes and you were making a lot of money. So it's very cyclical. As I talked to one of my great clients yesterday, he said, I said, are you upset? He said, farming cyclical. We have good times. We go too far to the upside. We have bad times. We go too far to the downside. Let's just do our job and we'll get through well this. Said. Yep. Well said. So let's do a few slides. We got Tommy and then we'll get out of here. Uh, food, food spending share of disposable income. You sent this to me last night. That's just probably from your wife panicking on the cell phone thing and going to the store, right? (laughs) Yeah, she she was ready to stock up on the water. We got Verizon, by the way. We don't even have AT&T. That's what makes it even funnier. Uh, That's awesome. But anyway, so we got food food spending share of disposable income, basically highest level since the 90s. 
one question I got on this, Tommy, when food spending's disposable income now, I guess. Um, but anyway, yeah. So big spike from 2020 on looking at three decade highs in food spending. So last thing, we'll go right through it. Drought monitor. I don't think we talked about this for a few months, right? We had a lot of precipitation via snow in the Midwest. We've seen decent range. And the drought monitor, uh, generally speaking, it looks pretty good. We still have that uh, northeastern part of Iowa. I was really hoping, you know, uh, the snow, I don't, you know, it'd be good to have a weather guy on to tell us how soon we can see that precipitation from the snow and ice and we can see it on the drought monitor. But I was hoping to see that red go away in Iowa. It's still there. Uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, still a little dry. Myself in Iowa, or myself in Illinois, I'm sorry. And uh, even like that St. Louis part of Missouri, it's really went away quite a bit. Yeah. And we proved this year that we can have a state like Iowa in trouble and still do well. Um, But I have to tell you this, and it's not to say I'm bullish, but if, if someone doesn't farm and they're watching this, you can now buy corn cheaper than the person watching this who can grow corn. You do with that information what you want. If it was me, a guy owns a seat at the Board of Trade, and it's 75 degrees in February here in Bloomington today, there's a chance we could have some wild weather markets. Now, they're very vicious. We explode higher, which would bring the scenario that we come in the spring with some wild weather, whatever it be, too hot, too early. Uh, this is thrown off an analog year uh, towards like 81, 82. Now, Brian Bastian told me yesterday, the same analog year, three of the four years, we had uh, larger than expected yield. But that one year in that 81, 82 scenario, that started a bull market. But we cannot sit around every day and do the show and say, don't sell your grain because uh, it's hot in February. I mean, and, we know uh, it's hot in February. We made new contract lows yesterday. Corn's only up a half right now. And the stock market's at all-time highs. I mean, those are all... You know, the other thing I'll say on weather markets, Tommy, is last year we saw a heck of a weather market, right? These corn got up to 6 uh, north of six dollars in what June fifteenth, right? So if we're expecting a weather market, we got to have the plan in place before we, we see that weather market because the emotion of of weather markets, what we're going to raise, is going to take over and come to the forefront. So even if we're if you're really banking on, you know, you're looking at the El Nino, La Nina, and you're, you're one of those guys looking where the market's going to go, we got to have the plan in place and how we're going to execute beforehand. Yeah, we know what we know, Connor. This show, every show, all the ag shows. It's Groundhog Day, but there's some interesting things happening in outside markets. We want to have that floor set and still fight for that upside. All right, my friend? Yep. How do people get a hold of us? Yeah, give us a call, 855-737-FARM. Email us at info at ATI Pro Media. Next week, come see. We got the heavy hitters of ATI Pro Media, Brady Huck, Tommy Grisafi at Commodity Classic. Make sure to say hi and whisper in Tommy's ear, whatever oh, you're Lord. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.